This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win, order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, I'm Brian McClare. I used to kick a football around for Celtic and Manchester United. McClare! Yeah! These days I'm joined by special guests to talk anything and everything on my podcast, Life with Brian. When you meet footballers, you're just giddy, aren't you? You kind of like, they've lived your dreams. Me and Bez, we're inseparable a lot of the time. So join me and listen to Life with Brian, the Brian McClare podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, Matt Elliott here. Hi, Alan Smith here. Hey guys, Ian Hume here. Hi everybody, Jerry Taggart here. Be sure to watch Chris and Leicester Till I Die TV for all the latest Leicester City news and information. You can also subscribe on YouTube and various social media channels for the latest updates and news on Leicester City Football Club. Come on, you foxes! The Leicester Till I Die shop is now open. For all your Leicester Till I Die merchandise, visit the Leicester Till I Die shop at our website. They have blown their rivals away. They have blown us all away in truth. Premier League champions 2016. The amazing Leicester City. in 49, 61, 63 or 69 when they reach the final. But the class of 2021 have delivered. Leicester City are FA Cup winners at last and are history makers at Wembley. 
No, I think is the answer to that. Uh, this is Lester Till I Die. This is the post-match show for, um, I'll say, FA Cup game. I mean, it was... Oh, I'm wearing white. Let me just say, guys, if you're wondering why I'm wearing white, we surrendered, didn't we? We just put the white flag up and surrendered. I'm not even going to have a rant because... We were just awful. This is Lester Till I Die. You can watch us on YouTube, Lester Till I Die TV. If you are, please give us a subscribe and uh, please like the video as well. It does help the channel. And if you're listening to us on Catch Up, thank you so much. The uh, podcast goes from strength to strength. We're now on a new network as well. So hopefully that will uh, help everything run a bit more smoothly. On Spotify, Google, Apple iTunes and Product and Product Ad. Podcast addict to name but two. I'm not sure what's going on here. Watch us on YouTube. Listen on your favorite podcast platform or ask your smart speaker to play the podcast Lester Till I Die. Subscribe. Like, follow, and join in now. I think my camera has given up the ghost. Um, <laughs> here, so let me get Brad in and say good evening, Brad. Oh, now I'm working. Sorry, you just used a word that doesn't compute with me today the word good. Well, I mean, yes, I can't. Nippon, I can see you. I'll bring you in in a second. Um, let's just go through a few comments here. JJ was at it before we'd even gone live. Uh, 30 minutes into the game, 3-0 down against the championship club into February and still conceding corners. Had enough now. And he follows that with Rogers out. Uh, Hadjus Valleys, players that need to leave. Soyuncu, Amate, Perez, Vestergaard, Bertrand, Tillemans. You've picked three there that didn't even play today, mate. So uh, give Rogers the summer to rebuild. Um, Michael Gamble, very poor today. Um, Chris, um, Leon, how are you? Good luck. Uh, good luck making anything positive. I think we'll just give up on that today. Um, <laughs> good luck, even. I, I knew what you meant. Uh, David, how are you doing? We need a leader on the pitch. Um and Brookline, yeah, don't give us the Perez today. No need for the tactical whiteboard, just a weight-lifting problem. Um, so, um, let's, let's before we go any further, let's get a neutral's, uh, neutral's thought on it and just bring in quickly for a couple of minutes, Nippon, good evening, sir. How the devil are you? Um, I, I'll let Brad answer that one, but I think the second word might be off. Uh, enough, yeah, definitely. I'm just not even mad. I'm not even mad. I would said I was nervous this whole time building up to the game, and lo and behold, I was right to be nervous because so were the players today. So, yeah, Nippon, you're very dark there. Have you got any light at all? I have. Unfortunately, it's towards the back of the car. Ah, right. Um, did you watch the game at all? 
No, I couldn't. Uh, I think you were probably the lucky one then. Um, were you surprised at the score, though? Actually, I was. I actually <laughs> did win. Sorry, mate. Say that again. I I thought you would win. I, th I think, to be honest with you, I think we all did. But maybe, you know, we're, we're, no, no disrespect to Forrest because, you know, I'm not going to say, like, we were that bad because Forrest played well and they deserved it. Nippon, I'm going to let you go because it's dark there and we, we can't really see you. But thanks for popping on. And um, Before you let, let me go, um, can I come back when I'm in a lighter place? Yeah, if you if you got anything about the game, you said you didn't see the game. If you got something to say about the game, no problem at all, mate. Well, and check out Nippon's channel. Is it NS Sports now? NS Sports TV. Yes. NS Sports TV. Make sure you give that a check out, and he covers more than just football, so it's well worth checking in. Nippon, we'll speak later. Take care, buddy. <laughs> Cheers. Nip Nippon doing his travel log there. Um, I mean, Brad. Let's start at the beginning. You know, um, it was 4-1. That was embarrassing. But looking at that team, I looked at that team and thought, yeah, do you know what? That's not the bad team we're putting out here. We're taking it seriously. I, I was just surprised at the performance. There is absolutely no way on this earth that them 11 players should step out on any football field against any opposition, whether it's conference, whether it's League One, or whether it's League Two, whether it's Premiership, whether it's goddamn Barcelona or Real Madrid, and not look at that and think we've got a chance here because that's a strong lineup because it damn well is. That's a good team. It is, and we can't blame Vestergaard. We can't blame um, Perez. I mean, you know, that back four there, Ricardo. I'm sorry, I'm looking at the. Um, <laughs> I'm looking at the subs. Maybe we should have played them. But, you know, Justin Amarty, Sunshu, Thomas, a great back four, really. We got a back four today. What more do we want? We have the excuses. Yeah. Oh, when he comes back, when he comes back, when he comes back, back now. So now what? Now what? What what, what defensive excuses are we going to start giving? Because we had a back four today. We had capable left and right wingers that wing backs that we were probably the only shining light in a very bleak game. T tell, tell, tell me why the defensive excuses and the injury turns. Where are they going? They've suddenly taken a dip out of the water, haven't they? Didn't see many people playing them injuries for this fucker, did I? Excuse my friend. No. Um, Terry says here, the pigeons on the pitch play better than us. Um, Ryan Isaac Kennard, is that is that your mate, Ryan? Probably knowing him. Knowing him, uh, Leicester get battered every. We got battered today. There's no hiding place, you know. I think sometimes you've just got to come up and go, "Hey." And Forest were the better team. Somebody said, "Like, who's the Premiership team and who's the um, Championship team?" Hi, Aiden. Um, JJ, I think you can come on without a camera. You can try it. Just click the link. Um, Rob says here, "Hi, Rob. Saw you earlier in the in the watch along. What a game we picked for the watch along, eh?" Very worried with the desires shown. Coaching has got to be questioned, especially about for what is Colo doing. I mean, okay, it, it was it was bad, but there was no like where was that second half fight back that we we've come to expect? Still on the team coach's bus, mate. 
That's what it was, because it didn't turn up. I, I sat yesterday and I was watching the games on and the typical paint dry affair, the paint dry cup was a nil-nil draw. So then I decided to watch the Brighton-Tottenham game. And to be fair, Tottenham deserved to go through in the end. They were better than Brighton overall. But Brighton were still trying right up to the 94th minute. They were still trying to create something. We looked beat the second that ball crossed our line for the first time, let alone the second, third and fourth time. At no point did I feel like we're still in this tie. We were done. And that's just... That tells me that maybe someone's run their course in charge of this club. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm trying to think of something positive to say. And I've got to be honest with you. I really am struggling. I mean, that defence, I mean, you know, this is constant on the defence and the goalkeeper. A few people were saying we should have swapped Ward for Schmeichel. Um, but, I mean, Ward, would Schmeichel have been any better with that defence? They're saying, oh, yes, well, he shouts out a lot during the game. Whatever. But I don't think you can let blame a lot. You can't sorry, put a lot of blame at Ward's feet, no pun intended. Anybody that's blaming Danny Ward for the majority of the goals we conceded today, first of all, have a word of yourself. Yeah. Second of all, go back over the last seven, eight, nine, could be even further back than that game's right, and watch our defending in the six-yard box. It is a panicked mess. I've never seen mm. a team scramble for their lives trying to get the ball away in a panicked mess before. We don't clear the ball with calm, composed ease when we're under the slightest bit of pressure, when that ball's in our box, you have more chance of him volleying it straight at uh, opposition's face and it going in our net than you have us clearing a goddamn ball. We are a yeah. defensive shambles of nerves and no composure. So get Iverson back alone. He could have been that and day. It wouldn't have mattered. The result would have still been the same. Yes. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree totally. And, you know, Danny Ward, to my mind, is the guy that's going to take over when Schmeichel goes. I see no reason in going out and spending money when we have got him. He's, he's the Walsh international goalkeeper. And you can say, yeah, it's only Wales, but, you know, it, it is still an international goalkeeper. And, you know, I, I think so he's good. You know, we forget the games that he's played and he saved penalties and what have you. Yeah. I just there's there's no point laying the blame with just one person, two, three no. individuals. That they, they were all they, it, it, even James Justin, who was the shining light, as I told you earlier before we went live, Chris. Yeah. Even he takes blame for it because they all have to. It's a team game. It's not yeah. one on. It's not like it's not like the game of football is judged on a critique of all four sections of the pitch. You know, like the attacking, the midfield, the defense, and the goalkeeper, and then the yeah. results given to who did the best. It's I mean, it's, it, you lose, win, and draw as a team. Yes, yeah. Right. Jules nil nil. When I took the dog out for twenty minutes on return, we were three nil down. It uh, welcome along, Jules. Not seen you before. Welcome along to the channel if you're new. Give us a subscribe and uh, give us a like on the video. It really does help. Hayden, good evening, sir. I was in the pub watching. I got a lot of stick during the game, and after I bet you did. Uh, had just Bertrand has been very poor in every game apart from Community Shield. Perez hasn't done much since his 30 million transfer. Vestergaard, I think I could give him a race. I agree, but like I say, today's they're not none of the none of the three played. So uh oh. Martin makes so many mistakes. So Insu doesn't want to be at the club uh no more, according to reports. Yeah, there's, there's reports everywhere. I think Marty has been our best defender. And I mean, maybe that sums up <laughs> what that problem is, Brad. 
see, see, this is what I mean. It's it's easy when people let silly reports with no fruition behind them, apart from that we're going going for a bad stage, is the only way they can back up that players mm. suddenly want to leave. Because if we were sat when we were sat fourth and fifth, if we'd lost this playing Nottingham Forest last season, it would have been Oh, well, Leicester are concentrating on Champions League. Leicester are concentrating on this. It, yeah, it's a bad result. They need to bounce back, blah, blah, blah. Nothing said. But because Leicester are 10th in the Premier League, and because it's a loss to East Midlands rivals that haven't been relevant since the 80s to anybody, let alone to us, right? It's, Sanchi wants to leave. You know, Tillemans wants to leave. Well, I'm pretty certain, right, even if that was the case, unless he is as spineless as some people suggest he is, I don't think he wears a captain's armband today as Yuri Tillemans. I don't think Soyuncu makes it into the team. And I think Rogers is the sort of manager that would gladly play Vestergaard for some sick individual pleasure. I don't know. But if he had Soyuncu saying, I want to leave, I don't want to play for Leicester anymore, he'd go, oh, off you go. Then the under-23 is that way. I'll get rid of you in the summer. Yeah, yeah. Stop, stop buying into flamed reports that rub the hands at a bad team in bad form. Agreed, agreed totally. And I, I guess, you know, Tillemans, we know he wants to leave. And I'm sorry, he is better than, than Leicester um, because his, you know, we, we know he is. He's, you know, Belgium international. And, yeah. but he, I, you know, he is putting the effort in. And I know I keep going back to it, but that time when he, you know, he was celebrating when we won a throw in that time. You know, I can't. You can't accuse these. If it was one, you could say, "Well, he's not playing for the." You know, he's, he's waiting for a move. But it was the whole team. You know, you're telling me every single player out there today couldn't give a damn. No, and I don't want to take anything away from Forest here because, like I say, you know, Forest were they were up for it. They were first to every ball. Um, they didn't let us settle. So I'm, you know, as bad as we were, let's give a little bit of credit to Nottingham Forest. They did make us look. Well, we were second best, but they, they they made us look second best. And yes, we helped them by not turning up a little bit. But, you know, credit where credit's due, you could see they wanted it more. Yeah, definitely. Look, that's just the FA Cup. It, anyone could beat anybody in a one-off game. We've seen that with Boris before. We've seen yeah. that. You know, to all them Man U fans that have been giving me slight jibes and jibs in the best of interest, let's remember you absolutely had another penalty nightmare against Championship Middlesbrough. How do you feel? Um, yeah. But we move. We move. Um, and it is what it is. At the end of the day, yeah, it's over. And yeah, we're having a bad season. But we still don't know how it's going to end. You know, we don't know where we're going to be. We don't know what's going to happen. But something needs to happen quickly if it's going to be something good. Because now... Now there's no excuses for our league form being so indifferent. You know, we've yeah. got players back. Yes, the only component that is missing, in my opinion, is is Fafana. Because we've got Pereira on, back on the bench. We've got Luke Thomas. We've got James Justin. We've got Soyuncu. We've got Amati. So you probably say, the way it's going out of them two, I'd probably be dropping a Soyuncu, to be honest with you, and having Amati and Fafana back yeah. first time round. But we've got no interest in midfield. We've got no interest minus Vardy up front. We've got more than capable players playing in them positions. So I don't want to hear any excuses now. No. So if the FA Cup mm. was a distraction, then I don't want to hear the Europa League conferences distraction. I want us to go into that. Yeah. I get. I, I. I can't. I can't disagree. Agree with any of that at all. Um, I just think. 
with you know the, the good things about the last two games were, and certainly this one is that James Justin managed the full ninety minutes, and that was good to see. You know, he wasn't yep. sort of in any you know discomfort or or any twinges or anything. So that was good to see. And of course, Pierre is back, which is an excellent thing to see. We you know Castagna's the one now. Um, Mende is doing really well in the Afcon. <laughs> will be back after after the final tonight. Um, and you know what? I think the thing we miss, and somebody said to me, like, wouldn't you, don't you wish Wes Morgan was back? And I'm kind of like, well, towards the end, he was more prolific for own goals than he was for his defence. But what he was good at, and somebody said this uh, earlier, I didn't come up with this, but it's very, very true. He wasn't necessarily blessed with talent or des- blessed with speed, but he was blessed with a footballer's brain. And he could organise that back four. And to a point, maybe Evans is the same. Maybe we are lacking that bit of experience. I mean, maybe, but the problem just seems bigger than that for me. I've never seen a Leicester team lose in that manner for for God knows how long. I mean, we didn't even see it when we came in at half-time 4-0 down against Man City. So I don't understand how... We come in at half time, three one down against Nod- Nottingham Forest, who have had an absolutely fantastic first half. But Leicester yeah. fans would be coming in here going, "Well, that didn't go well." However, we know what to expect from our team because we see it every week. They yeah. will get this right, and maybe we still lose, but I can guarantee you, we're scoring the next goal, and we're going to make sure we keep going till the whistle ends and. Yeah. Or, or we get the goal. So yeah. the fact is, it came in at half time, mate. And I told you this. I genuinely just went. I've got better things. Yeah, you know, I need to get on with. Matthew, we can see you in the green room. I'll bring you in in one second, mate. Just bear bear with me. Um, Mike, good evening. Uh, when's Bamba returning? Still playing for Middlesbrough, mate. You know, and uh, uh, as was Peltier. Maybe we should have both of them back. In yeah, defense. I know, right? <laughs> evening, Niall. Uh, Mike says, congrats at the 1.1. Thank you very much, sir. You say, if you're new and you haven't uh, subscribed, please subscribe on YouTube. You don't have to press the notifications if you don't want, then you don't get bombarded all the time with messages, but just subscribe uh, and smash the likes on the video. It does help. Okay, so a couple of comments here. Um, Rob says, anybody who has played football understands how to defend a corner. Hang on a second. My... My, I stuck my phone in the cupboard then because I didn't want it going off during the game. And I think I've just missed a call. Anyway, Rob says, anybody who's played football understands how to defend the corner and their third goal was a shambles. Nobody marched in the troops. Like I said, maybe that's what we missed with Wes. Wiz Fox, good evening. So you look like a first timer. Welcome along. Please press that subscribe button. The tactics are wrong. We keep the ball at the back too long until the opposition have reset the defence. The only time we play the fall forward, quickly Nacho scored. Excellent point. Excellent point. Hayden, I was saying earlier that Brendan Rodgers has to go now because his bottle... I'm not sorry, Hayden. I, I don't get this bottle in. I really do not get... I, it annoys... It's up there for me with plastic fans. No fan is a plastic fan. If you support the club... Am I a plastic mm-hmm. fan because I don't go to the games? The fact that I'm a seven-hour return journey away and aren't working, does that make me a plastic fan? And bottling it, you lose a game. Losing a game doesn't bottle it. 
Did Alex Ferguson bottle it the season he didn't win anything? Sorry, I, I accept, you know, I respect your opinion, but, you know, sorry. <laughs> I hate that word. Um, somebody who never bottles it. Matthew, good evening, sir. How are you? Hi there, Chris. Hi, Brad. How are you both doing? Oh, well, I've had enough, mate. I've had enough. Yeah, it's been, it's been a while since I've, I've said hello to you both, but uh, nice to see you under these circumstances, unfortunately. Yeah, I've got. I was just going to say hello to uh, Door on Tour, who, if I'm right in thinking, is Des, who came onto the show as a is a Forest fan, uh, Des Oldham, and he came on and very kindly did our preview. And so you, you, all I will say is, uh, laugh away because we deserve to be laughed at. In fact, yeah. I tell you what, uh, Des, you were the better team. You deserved it, and I'm going to give Leicester. One of these. <laughs> we deserve it. Matthew, did you watch the game? Yeah, unfortunately, I tried very hard for a ticket today and didn't get one, but um, can't say I'm that upset about it now. But yeah, I watched the whole game, you know, from start to finish. And I probably jumped in midway through your show and I just thought, oh, yeah, you know, I. It's very difficult to comment on it, but I thought we're probably all in a in a good position together, aren't we? So I thought I'd come and come and give my thoughts, you know. No, no, more more than more than welcome. I mean, Brad and Maria struggled. Any, I mean, the only good things I could take out of that game, as I said to Brad, I think Brad will probably agree, is the fact that James Justin came through ninety minutes and we saw yep. Pierre back on the pitch again. But apart from that, I don't think there was any good good things to say. And it's finished. And it's over. Yeah, no, good point, over, yeah. Brad. Good point. Yeah. I'm, I'm probably going to make a couple of comments. You may have made them all, all, already. But mm. I, I cannot think, as, as a fan, a game I've felt so low in watching after afterwards for 20 years or more, personally. Um, Watford playoff semi-final? Playoff semi-final, possibly. But we showed... Nothing today. Absolutely yeah. nothing. Um, I can't see a player on the pitch who was even particularly fussed about the way we were playing. I can't see the manager who was particularly fussed about what was going on or mm. his staff. Um, I put it down. that they're, they're not Leicester fans. The players aren't Leicester fans. The coaching staff or the manager aren't Leicester fans. No one seemed to give, a, give an absolute shit about what was going on out there today. Um, the, 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 the only people I can see in the East Midlands, who, had, who, who cared, were Forest fans, Forest players, Forest management. I mean, I, it was absolutely gutting. Gut I think the Leicester fans, I think in fairness, the Leicester fans... Um, oh, the fans. Uh, oh, yeah. oh, so, sorry, yeah. sorry, Chris. Yeah. The fans present and the fans at home and us lot are absolutely gutted. Absolutely gutted. But I, I could not see any passion out there at all. Any yeah. Anyone who was absolutely bothered or nothing. I mean, it's absolutely gut wrenching, to be honest with you. I don't need, <laughs> I mean, you know. Yeah, no, 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 no. It, 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 you, you, you're summing it up brilliantly, Brad. I mean, taking Matthew's point on there, the only homegrown player on that pit for Leicester was Luke Thomas. Uh, I don't think there's anybody else that was a, a, a like a local lad. And like Brett Matthew said, nobody sort of on the coaching staff at the top is either. Do you think? The, to them, to us, to us fans, this is Forest. We've, we've waited eight years for this. Come on. Big time. But to them, it's just another game. 
Well, I mean, look, they, every player knows when they join the club, they in it there for a while, they, they, they learn the rivalries of the club and what it means. And I don't think anyone purposely goes out to there and doesn't take it seriously or doesn't want to beat them. I'd really hope for a start they're just as angry and upset in themselves as we are. And to be honest with you, Leicester were just awful all around today. And I'm sorry to say this, but there was a small section of our fans I'm really angry and annoyed at. No more in particular than the absolute buffoon, the absolute Neanderthal that thought, oh. I know, I'll do what that idiot did to Jack Grealish and run on the pitch. I hope yeah. you get banned for life, mate. I hope yeah, you get flooded on Twitter and I hope you get banned for life. And yeah. I've even put a tweet where I actually put Nottingham Forest in my tweet and apologised on behalf of Leicester fans because I ain't mm. a fan of Leicester, I ain't a fan of football. And if you're any of the idiots, any of the fucking Neanderthals with your knuckle-dragging that were chucking chairs at cafes in Nottingham Forest, don't ever associate with me. Unfollow me on Twitter. I don't want you following me because you're not a fan. You're an idiot. And you, you embarrass my club more than the players did today. And that's saying something when we've just lost 4-1 to them. You embarrass mm. this club more. I, I, Sorry, I just have to vent that out because that's probably <laughs> the angriest thing to yeah. overtake from our performance. Apparently, he's already been banned for life. The stupid thing sure. is when you do that for your 15 minutes of fame, that is it because, yeah, you're banned for life now. And it's not like you can disappear into the crowd. It's hang on. Your face, and I didn't see it on the telly. I, don't, I must admit, I don't. Did, did the BBC show it, or did they sort of ignore no, it? I didn't see it. No. I, I, they tried to do it, but it was it was followed on Twitter within seconds. Um, luckily yeah. for Forest, well, I got your credit to their camera crew. They obviously saw the incident going because they had the the camera on the celebration, and they switched to their board in the background just to say goal because they could see him coming on. So it was handled well. It was trying to cut out of the eye, but it, no, if Good. you like that, yeah, don't bother. Don't so, you know, he's got banned for life. He didn't even have his 15 minutes with the fame because nobody saw no. your ugly mug, mate. So, <laughs> quite, quite right. Now, Rob says here, uh, guys, I'll come to Matthew first with this. Doesn't this show you the benefit of picking hungry young players with a structure to play? Do you know what? When we played Watford, we had so many first team players out. Yeah, um, with injuries, with COVID, etc., and we'd, we'd cancelled the game before with the Premier League, but the FA obviously insisted on us playing. But those players put, well, I think they, at the time I said they'd put a lot of them, you know, um, first teams to shame. I think we've seen the difference between the Watford game and this team. I think the youngsters have put. A lot of players out there, Tielemans, indeed he weren't at, at, at the park. Um, Luckman wasn't on form today. I, Barnes, you know, and these youngsters that played against Watford, to be honest with you, were, were, should have been playing today. Mm. Um, I think very much um, to a degree as well, the Liverpool game will beat the 1-0 one one nil as well, Chris. Um you know, we showed we showed huge amount of passion in that game. We had we had kids in that in there as well. Um, so definitely, I mean, um, that there were there were people saying on Twitter today about youngsters playing today, and, and I, I agreed that there should have been some kids in there today because you know they've come up through the academy, they're Leicester lads, or they've been yeah. been in the in the youth teams for a long time, and that they, they absolutely take in that what 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 we feel about Leicester and what we feel about rivalry and mm. playing for our club with that, that, the badge on the chest. And it's everything that you, me, Brad have, have taken in as fans, you know, 
um, it, it means a lot to us, doesn't it? And yeah. just what I was saying earlier, it's just today was just humiliating the fact that apart from us we, and, and one or two other people, the pitch, we it's just humiliating, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, Don on tour, uh, or Don one, sorry. Yeah, we'll take we'll take the laughing emojis, and I've sat here and said. Forest deserve it, well done, Forest. But Ooh. spamming the chat with it all the time is getting a little bit too much, and you're on a five-minute timeout. So, yeah, we'll accept it, but not over and over and over and over and over again mm. to the detriment of the chat. Uh, somebody that feels our pain, pain <laughs> Maisie, good evening to you. Um, yeah, obviously Man United fan. She, she She's suffering our pain today. But, I mean, Brad... Do you agree there should, you know, maybe the youngsters should have played today because they were a darn sight better? Well, it's, it's easy to say that when you suffer such a, a bad result, but we saw these lads also drivers past every opposition we came up against, including Manchester United, on our way to winning yeah. the FA Cup last year. So, you know, look, we always knew defending a crown was going to be hard, and I would have even said today, look... If Forrest had matched us tone for tone and it had been an end-to-end -end game and they nipped it, I wouldn't have been so disappointed in losing some because Forrest showed that they're really up for it and they obviously want to do well. But the fact of the matter is, is something predominantly out there from either the instructions or, and I know we'll get onto it, but either something they're working on that the Leicester players don't understand and just don't like and it's not working for them because yeah. it showed on the pitch. They seem to just be getting in each other's way or they just seem to be doing things that they're almost in a in an in a autopilot and it's just not working. I mean, obviously, like I said, we'll, we'll get to it on my tactical segment, but there's just something more than just no effort there on the pitch because that's not the players that lost to... Yeah. Spurs and Drew with Brighton because even in them games you saw passage. Yeah, it's just you know it, yeah. it 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 is what it is. It'll go down as a humiliating defeat, but you know lap it up, not sorry, because you're still going to be a Championship club next season. You're still going to stay irrelevant to us. So enjoy your laugh. Well done for your four-one win. You definitely deserved it. Good luck against Huddersfield because I'm not really arsed now. So enjoy <laughs> you enjoy your five minutes of fame. Well done. Devil Maisie in no position to laugh. Yeah, well, we're all we're all in that position, and this is the FA Cup because you know they're the Kidderminster. I mean, they were so unlucky against West Ham. I would have loved mm -hmm. them to go through. Um, and it, you know, let's be honest. Let's be honest, Matthew. You know, not so long ago we we was you know we had Newport. <laughs> we did the same oh, against yeah. Newport, Millwall. Uh, Simon May yeah. says here Madison was awful. I think they all were. Chloe, good evening. I don't know if that's Chloe, British tea heater, Chloe, but either way, Chloe, you're more than welcome. Give us a sub and help the channel out. Um, and yeah, Maisie, congratulations on the 1.1. Thank you. Zoe Matthew, yeah, I was saying, um, I can't remember what I was saying. Well, you, you were saying about Newport and Millwall, I think. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah. But, but, but aren't we having just one too many of these bad days? Well, do, do, I mean, okay, I'm going to put this to you because I've got to be honest with you. There's a few comments in here, and I'll ask you both this, and then we'll maybe go on to Brad's tactics. But 
Um, I'm joining the live show, the watch along. What a <laughs> what, what a show to cho game to choose to do the watch along. And you're quite right, Maisie. It is the beauty of the FA Cup. Uh, we can now concentrate on the league, though, as they say. But for the last two seasons, in a way, we've kind of punched above our weight. You know, it's like when we won the Premier League. If we were that good, we would not have finished lower than any other team. Um, is if you you know that the, no other team that was defending the Premier League finished lower than than us. Um, but like I could say that's Leicester, and then we kind of went through a bit of a hiatus, and then we came back and had two really good seasons under Brendan, when you could possibly say we were punching above our weight. Um, to get that where we were, we had Arsenal, we had Tottenham, both falling out of that that area, but. They've come back. West Ham have stayed there. They, you know, they nearly um, took us over last season. So, is it just the fact that you know we've had a lot of injuries? We've not played this thing. That back four has never played together. We, we we've had a different back four virtually every game. Do we kind of say, well, hang on, let's just take you know every team has a bad season. Even Alex Ferguson one year went a season without winning anything during his his, his good period, or do we say? Brendan's got to go, which a lot of people are now saying. A lot of people are saying he should be going tonight. I don't think he should do. Brad, you first. Should he go, or is it just one of those seasons? I, I sound like a broken record, but I think he will be forced out of the job if he doesn't make these dramatic changes. And this does not help his case. This does not help his case because, like I said, yes, 80 seconds against Spurs. We threw the game away. Um, we got ourselves in front against Brighton and we're looking comfortable and then we seem to panic. And in the end, we threw away two points, which is what Brighton deserved. Brighton deserved at least a point from the game. Um, yeah, yeah. I would argue with that. And, and today, you know, it was like after them, that first 20 minutes, everything kicked in. Oh, God, we're going to concede. Oh, God, if we concede. Oh, God, if we get a corner against us. Oh, God. And everything seemed to just crumble around them today. Um, and it's concerning because when that starts being a common theme and a common problem, you start to think, well, there's only one man that's going to face the chop. And the owner, no owner, maybe Watford's owner, they might do it one day just to mix things up, but no actual owner is going to sack <laughs> 25 players and he's going to sack a manager. It's cheaper. But yeah, of course. You know what I mean? Eventually, whether it, whether it's the players or the manager that's the problem or it's a mixture of both and it's just a really bad run, if our owners decide that he's no longer the man for the job and they look at it over the last seven or eight weeks or over a sustained period of time, they're going to say, unfortunately, Brendan, we've gave you the time you've asked for. We've gave you the time to solve the problems. We've abided and taken on board the injuries, etc., and and all this and all the other things you've just said to us. But unfortunately, we no longer feel you're the man for the job. Uh, we wish you all the best in the future. And then Leicester are hunting in front of a manager. So, No, I completely yeah. agree. And I can just say, if anybody says, why am I using a red um, <laughs> drinks cabinet? Not because uh, I'm a Forest fan, but I had a, I had a bluey purple one. And would you believe I squeezed it that hard during the game? I actually cracked it. So... <laughs> to use the red one now Matthew before we let you go and thanks so much for popping on Brendan yep. has he got to go um, I don't think he's got to go that's a decision for top um, there's several things to consider in my opinion here 
is that let's not forget in the last two seasons, we should have been Champions League. We should have been Champions League. And regardless of the fact whether we were punching above our weight or not, that's irrelevant. We were in the top four all season and we should have been Champions League. Okay, take that out of it for one thing. Um, he's come into the press and said, maybe we've hit that glass ceiling. Maybe we have achieved more than we could. But let's not forget also, before Brendan Rodgers took over, we actually won the, won the, won the Premier League. Yeah. So we're not we're not punching above our weight. In, so so therefore, Brendan Rodgers is is kind of using it as a bit of a cop out, isn't he? Um, mm-hmm. So well, no, I don't think he said it. I mean, it's what I felt we were maybe punching above our weight. And no, no, no. Know, sorry, sorry, Chris, but he went in the press and he did say yeah. we. we, we oh, yeah, I did. Sorry, I didn't. I didn't realize. Okay. Um, no, in that, it, yeah. yeah I just... I just want to say quickly as well, I'm agreeing mm. with Matt. I'm not happy to hear a manager basically turn around to a team and say, oh, well, we were just overperforming. It weren't because you're good and I believe you can do it again and we can come back and keep doing this season on season. We just got really lucky and a bit fortunate. In fact, we don't deserve to be there. I think that's really not helped the dressing room. So and if, my, my, my thing is, is so so you you and I went to work on a morning and said, Okay, you're not bad, but you're not the best. I mean, you know, what, what sort of message does that give out to his players? One thing, yeah. I'm not yeah, saying yeah. I want, I'm not saying I want Rogers out, but mm. I just wonder how much longer he's going to be at this club, and how much longer does he think he's going to be at the club? Yeah, Brookline, by the way, thanks for joining us. I can see I'll bring you in in a second. I'm not ignoring you, so uh, I just think, yeah, I mean, I, I, I've always said the book stops with the manager and sometimes a manager can only take us so far. So has he taken us as far as he can? As someone has just said here, um, oh, where, where were we? Um, Michael brought players back in too early, not match fit. They're never going to be match fit because we don't have any reserve leagues or anything like that. And if he didn't bring them back, we'd be saying, well, why hasn't he brought him back? That is in a bit of a no, no win situation. Terry, yeah, Kidderminster yeah. probably would have turned us over today. Um, yeah, Facebook user said the point, and this is the point exactly. Do not anybody do not come back and say Graham Potter to this, but <laughs> could be honest with you, who is out there to replace him? You know, we're not Man United. Let's take the blue tinted spectacles off, as our blue tinted spectacle fan was the other day. Let us say. We are Leicester City. We are not Man United. Would Poch come to Leicester City? I very much doubt it. Angelotti never came to us for every time he was linked. And he went to Everton, who you could argue were a bigger club than us, and he walked out on them because Real Madrid came knocking. Who is out there? We, got, we would have to take a chance on a, um, somebody said earlier, Lampard or somebody like that. I just don't think there's anybody out there that's any better. Give him, for me... Give him till the end of the season, as I don't think we're going to go down. If it's then been a, a, a whole bad season, you've then got to say, right, we're going to let you go if it, it has been that awful. Or you say, well, let's give him, you know, let's give him the start of the season. He's got all the players back now, they're all fit. Let's see where we go. But for me, I don't know who I'd have. Brad, Graham Potter, but I, I'm not <laughs> joking aside. No, who is I, out there to replace him? No, and to be fair, I, I, um, 
I, I have to come out and say this about Bri- about um, Graham Potter uh, is we we get on people's backs saying find your own players. You know when we've seen links with Tillman's Madison and yeah. Didi for fun and saying yeah. why can't these bigger clubs go out and leave us? You know go and find their own te- twenty million steel bargains and, and whatnot. And and we're building a project here. Get your own thing. Get your own that. Uh, and I don't think Brighton fans would feel the same. I think they'd be sat there going, I think they're probably getting a bit sick of seeing open the, yeah. their local papers every day and seeing mm. Potter would be great at Man United, Potter would be great at Spurs, Potter would be great if he replaced Rogers at Leicester, thinking, go and get your own. And you know, if yeah. I look at it that way, I don't I don't see why anybody from Brighton right now would come no. to Leicester because no. they're enjoying their project, just like Leicester and fans and Leicester players have from not saying, that, not saying that Graham Potter's not a good manager. He's doing yeah, very well with Brighton this season, but he's just yet to prove himself. Like you say, anybody can have a good season, just as any manager can have a bad yeah. one. Matthew, I'm going to say uh, goodbye. I'm going to bring a uh, uh, line in. Chris, before I came on, I probably haven't made the point I meant to make when I came on 20 minutes later. Um, but all I wanted to say was, what we lack is a leadership on the pitch and players being bothered. There, there appears to be no one commanding anything on the pitch and players mm. strolling about like this, not even interested. That's that's why it came on. I don't even think I made the point. But do you see what I mean, Chris? Yeah. Then right. maybe, like you say, top needs to te- top needs to possibly have a chat with Brendan. And say, come on, you know, where's the leadership coming from? You where, know? Where, where's that? Where's yeah. that? That commander? Where's that commander yes. on the pitch? You know? Yeah. You we tell have, me. We haven't got one now. I don't think we've had no, one quite. since. We're, we've got Schmeichel, but he's in goal, and he can't do anything in goal for the rest of the pitch. But well, I do. I do take. Well, he he wasn't no, and I, I, and and but I agreed with that choice. I think Ward was a good choice. But Matthew, I'm going to have to move on. Yep. Thank, Thank you, you very so much, mate. Thanks for coming on. Nice Take to see care, you, buddy. Bye. Cheers. Keep the faith. Yeah, <laughs> and we're going to say good evening all the way from America. Brookline, good evening, sir. How the devil are you? Uh, good afternoon, Chris and Brad. Can you hear me well? We can hear Same you, well, yes. Can, perfect, yeah. perfect. God, but still, a, it's freezing cold, but it's still a nice sunny day out here. So I, I can go outside and... Um, Maybe enjoy a little bit of it. I don't know who hates you more, me or Brad, at the moment. (laughs) It's wet, windy, and miserable where I am. I don't know what it's like in Manchester, but that probably is the same as well. Now I'm not leaving my house to find out. So I'm saying that more. Exactly. Brookline, I mean, you've obviously watched the match. Um, we know, you know, I was wait- I was waiting for the uh, comment in the, in the thing saying no Perez, no win again. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> well, I, let me give you some background on that comment. It's yeah, I don't have a, I don't have any connection to the uh, to uh, Iosi Perez or the Iosi Perez fan club. But <laughs> uh, I just go back to when we were winning. And the last time we were consistently winning was that FA Cup run with Iozzi playing the 10 behind Nacho. And it's not that I think he's a great player. I think he is. I think that I always wondered why Brendan never just went back to the lineup that was just killing everybody. And so when Matt, when Madison came, and I love Madison, he's a great player. He's been maybe our best player this year. But when he came back at the end of last season, Brendan just stuck him back in the lineup and he was not playing well. And then we took loss after loss after loss. We got knocked out of the top four. 
And I always wonder why the lesser people, they scapegoat Iozzi, but you know, that was a winning lineup. So that's the reason I always, uh, I just want to stand up for the scapegoat. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm not going to ask, I'm not going to ask um, Brad to, to, uh, <laughs> to reply to that because we might start a mini world war three. <laughs> um, I mean, Terry says here, when you pay the money, uh, the choice gets pretty large actually, as in who to replace him. I mean, let me ask you this, Brad. Okay, let's say we got rid of um, uh, Rogers and Conte was available. He hadn't signed for Spurs. Could you see Conte actually wanting to come to Leicester? No, because I can't see us going for him. I don't think his mentor and how he does things. No, but whether we would go for him or not, if we approached him, no, could you wouldn't. see him coming? No, he wouldn't. He, in fact, I think Conte's become a manager that's um probably looking to do strong things with teams that have been sleeping giants. And and right now, despite the season, Leicester aren't exactly sleeping giants, are they? They've no. made European ventures. They've won an FA Cup. They've won a league. So realistically, they don't, they don't need somebody to re, reignite them um, just yet. And he did that with Inter Milan and he seems to be doing that with Spurs. He seems to know what Spurs want, which is a, Fucking one trophy or a cup or a spoon in their trophy cabinet, <laughs> you know. He seemed to put out quite a strong side over the last um, last couple of times. So he's obviously aiming to do that with Spurs. He's obviously open to bring the man that brings them a trophy. And I don't think he he would look at Leicester and go, I don't see where I can improve them because we don't have three hundred million for him to no. clear out and come in. Yeah, exactly. Um, exactly. And, oh, yeah, and that's the thing. That. That's the thing, Brad. You know, you bring one of those managers in. Would Mourinho do be able to do it at Norwich, who, who won't be prepared to spend the same as, uh, you know, a, a, a Man City or, or somebody like that? Um, oh, I mean, um, Brookline. I'm going to call you Brendan then. Brookline, uh, are you Brendan in or Brendan out at the moment? I think uh, we have to ride Brendan out for the season. We can't change horses right now. We have to settle for, you know, what we are. We're, we're going to end up somewhere between eight and 14 in the table. Mm -hmm. I think we just have to accept it at this point. Uh, but I think, uh, I, I think we are, we are limited with right now in the defense. Uh, we're small. I mean, we're very small. I don't know if we just lined up all the defenders in the prem, we might have two of the lightest uh, central defenders um, we can't jump. So we have some like a physical limitation in our players. And when these championship teams, they play balls through the air, they play balls like off the ground. We can't seem to handle any ball that's three feet above the carpet. So yeah. I think at this point we ride Brendan out, but uh, you know what Brendan could do, he's, it's not his nature, it's some motivation. I mean, that's what I wish we had was not just a leader on the, on the pitch, on the field, a captain, but also, Maybe a coach that had some emotion that could just yell every now and then, could kick something, you know, something something to get them going. Because I think that's the only button we can push at this point to get that defense to work is just motivation. Uh, I, 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 I see where you're coming from. Uh, I just want to say uh, a big hello to... Um, uh, Sam Zing, greetings from Bangkok. Hello from Bang America, Bangkok. We're going worldwide. Uh, I have to start charging more. Uh, I wish things were getting better soon at LCFC. 
Totally agree, mate. I hope you're all right over there in Thailand. Give us a subscribe. Give us a smash those likes. Um, Brookline says that, uh, and I've forgotten about the long ball, to be honest with you. Uh, you may be second, but I'm catching you up. Uh, I think maybe one or two people have stopped playing there, Brad and et cetera. Um, excuses, and excuses. Hadia says, sorry to sidetrack. Mendy's played in the final. is one of the best players in the competition. Yet Rogers didn't even register him for the first half of the season. He didn't, but you've got to you've got to consider that we've got to have so many homegrown players in the squad, and you've got to have so many um, English players in the squad. And at the end of the day, if you've got to say Dewsbury Hall or Mendy, if he left Dewsbury Hall out, people would be screaming. It, it is a tough job being a manager, but you know, give Mendy his due. He's not gone on loan or, or, or moved. He couldn't get a move. And Rogers has included him back in the squad. And last season, Brad, when called upon, he never let us down. No, that's true. But we've now got Chowdhury and Didi and Bakari Samari that play his position. And even if we went to back to playing two central defensive midfielders, which in my opinion, would be completely horrific. Um, he wouldn't get in the team. It's good to see him back in the squad in case we do get injuries because that is the way he'd get into the team. And yeah. unless something dramatic's happened or we don't know anything that's gone on in the training ground, I just don't see how he's second or third choice for, for that role. But yeah. um, no, it's a good cautionary measure to have. I don't truly understand what Mendy's done incredibly wrong to... Uh, not feature more for us. I mean, I know he's had his injury issues. Maybe that's the case. I don't know, but I'm not really jumping for joy that he's in or out of the team, really. It's just, yeah. it's one of them, unfortunately. He's been a player that's never really got started at Leicester. Yeah. I think Brookline, I mean, he's had his injuries, but, you know, I think Chowdhury, to be honest with you, yeah. and he is homegrown, and I've, I was never Chowdhury's biggest fan, but... Again, this season, he played in defence and he was man of the match. Maybe that's the way forward that suddenly players do sometimes find that they're better in a different position. But all credit to Chowdhury. Um, you just can't play everybody. That's the problem. You know, we've got this big squad and you can't keep everybody happy. Yeah, I think Chowdhury, uh, he... He's a leader on the field with his hair because when you see that <laughs> hair, when, when you see that hair flying around the field, you you feel you you do get some energy off of him. I think the fans, <laughs> the other players do, uh, and you know he's cured a lot of the early the red card problems seem to have yeah. have have more or less diminished. Yeah. And uh, I have to support uh, the 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 South Asian Brotherhood as well. So I love him uh, for being homegrown. Your home, um, and yeah. I, I think he's a, he's a he's a he's a He's a good player. I think Brendan does want to keep him. Yes. Oh, I think I think so. Bookline, we're going to move on. So I'm going to say thank you so much, so for, much guys. for popping on. I want to really appreciate the game, it. Because I think today's Come. a hard day. So yeah, it is. <laughs> You've got the rest <laughs> of the day to struggle. We can go to bed in an hour. True. <laughs> True. Take care. Thanks very much. Come on anytime, Bookline. Take care, mate. Up Perez. <laughs> That's what I say. Brad, we're going to come to your tactic section. Oh, I'll just go through the last few comments. Brendan is clueless, sick of him, overrated manager. I presume that's Jason, Jason Bateman with the JB. Um, a lot of players are saying that. David's saying here, David Gamble, just come on Leicester Mercury that Rogers has blasted his players. 
quite right. I think after that you do need one. Oh no, hang on a second here. This is a, this is a long one. Whoever this is, I really fear for the Liverpool game, boys. I don't think the lads in the dressing room even. Um, Oh, it wasn't Jason, apparently. I really fear for the Liverpool game, boys. I don't think the lads in the dressing room even playing for him anymore. Something is really wrong within this squad. And I get we all have opinions, but a lot today are screaming for his name. But the squad has to be blamed for today's performance as well. Um, it will be interesting to see what happens within the next 24 hours. Um I don't... That, that was apparently was Jason Bateman. <laughs> Thank you, Jason. The other one wasn't. I just don't think anything will happen before the end of the season. I don't see the point in bringing somebody in now. We've gone past the January window. We're going to make you can't bring anybody in. Um, so really, totally, what, what is the point? You know, we, we're not near the relegation zone at the moment, and I just wonder who we would bring in. Um, I'm going to have to say, well, it's now time if I can find it for this. And I don't have any jingle music, so I don't think Brad they're proudly holding the uh, the champions, uh, the 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 the, Prem the Premier League Cup, but <sighs> he did not play like champions at all today. I'm sure Brad is. Oh, he has done a he has done a board. I didn't think his board was coming out. Brad, over to you, mate. Oh, it will if I if I. Yeah, uh, this isn't going to be an easy one to do because I can't go upstairs at the moment. So, unfortunately, you have to bear with me, folks. I will try and keep it in there. But I've got a little quiz for you all today because anyone that follows me knows I love a little bit of quiz, right? This is how Leicester seem to manipulate things on the uh, on the training ground pitch. It's intricate five-yard passing, right? And just a quiz for you. I'll give you a few seconds to answer it in the comments down below so we can get the poll in below. But how did Leicester do this intricate five-yard passing today? Did they do it with option A? And I know they all familiar, but I just thought I'd give you three options. Did they do A, intricately, decisively, well-structured passing? Or did they do it at B, a bit rushed, but fairly stable, and pretty much got the job done, how intricate passing should be, needs a bit of brushing up? Or did they see, hammer the ball in at 500 miles per hour, did they make over-the-top three-ball passes when the boat was five yards in front of them? Did they completely stifle their own movement and completely make a pig's ear of it? So A was perfect, B was not so much needs some work, and C was completely bonkers and got it wrong. Leave your votes in the comments down below so we know who wins that poll. So, yeah, I think it's safe to say we all know the answer to how badly they got it wrong today. And that was the biggest problem. Let me just quickly try and get rid of this ink. I don't have a gold marker ink with me. As you can tell, I'm so professional, I do not need to get sacked on this job at all. Um, but this this was another glaring problem that I had today, and I noticed it quite a lot. And that was that my board doesn't want to organise itself. No. What it was is the same problem. We seem to revert it to the same problems. And that is that here was how Leicester pretty much played the whole entire game on the ball. And I know what you're thinking, Brad. Brad, that's a few markers short. Well, that's the reason for it, because these are the only players that were relevant in going forward. What Leicester did manage to do really well, it's the only thing they managed to do get really well, um, was attack down the wings. But there was one problem with that, with Justin and that getting forward. Harvey Barnes, Madison, I'll get rid of these two, Lutman and 
And uh, yeah, Lukeman Barnes, Madison Yori, and everybody else was bunched up. They were getting in each other's way, trying to go into the spaces that they need to be. And Harvey Barnes couldn't decide if he needed to be in the middle and Madison was going to go out left or if Madison was going to go in the middle and Harvey Barnes was going to go out left. And our team just didn't keep its shape at all. They were a complete capitulation of themselves. Uh, you know, in, in recent weeks, we've, we've been able to kind of look, turn the other cheek to certain things and put it down to pressure on the ball. But Nottingham Forest, for, for the greatest respect of the way they play today, in that first 20 minutes, they, they let us play a game of football and we managed to mess it up ourselves because we bunched up. We, Harvey Barnes was tripping over himself and we just seemed to, by the time we managed to get the ball in any form of purpose and any form of attack, we had the ball and we didn't know where to pass it to. We'd have the ball here, we say like a, a Harvey Barnes, uh, or a Madison, sorry, and he'd have Harvey Barnes in front of him, he'd have any actor in front of him, and he'd have Lutman sort of did not really deciding whether he wanted to be here or if he wanted to be here. He couldn't really decide if he was supposed to be on the wing or not. Um, and the problem is, and the biggest problem that came about is, he didn't know which one to pass it to because they were all man-marked. And I really do apologise that I haven't got anywhere to hang this up and do this like I would do when I'm upstairs. Um, I mean, I'm trying to keep it still for you and I just apologise, but the reason Madison couldn't pass it to anybody or Yori couldn't pass it to any of his front three men is because we were so, so predictable. We keep making the same times. You know, if I said to you, left side up here and right side down there, is I would say a good... Let me just... Biggest shot. You know, I'm going to give you a nice little statistic here, even though I don't like them because I'm good to you people, is... 90% of our attacks of any width came down the left side. The other 10% was on the right. And we were so predictable of what side we predominantly attacked that this is why it appears that players like Harvey Barnes go missing in the game. Then the fact is they don't go missing. It's just after 20 minutes, especially if we don't find ourselves in front, teams know how to defend against it. They know how to set, they figure it out, and then they realise they've got away with that 20 minutes. And we still persist. We still persist of making the same stupid three-yard passes um, to each other that we get wrong. We don't seem to be reading things wrong. And I, I, honestly, I think we could have done the whole hour discussing about everything that Leicester did just seemed out of sync. I mean, after after Forrest scored, this can go out the window. That can literally go out the window because the whole performance did, didn't it, guys? And tactically, we stopped getting everything wrong. We literally got everything wrong. Things that you don't want to see from your team football in football. No composure. They had no composure. Bags, we want them to be as calm as a cool as a cucumber. They were a bag of nerves. We want them to see talking and communication and encouragement. We saw lost heads, no voices, and a lack of understanding. What you want to see is a click between tactics that the manager gives you and an understanding on how to act them tactics out on the pitch. And we didn't see that either. Was that four things that you want to see on a football pitch? Four or five things you want to see on a football pitch? And we didn't do them. And that was just, that tactic board goes in the bin because after Forrest scored, there wasn't a tactic. There wasn't an area on the pitch where it all just suddenly collapsed. It went wrong because we couldn't keep the basics going. I, I have never seen any team more of a nervous wreck about conceding. It was like after we didn't take our couple of chances in the first 20 minutes, 
we absolutely laid a brick. And then, lo and behold, what happened against Tottenham, what happened for the second half and the majority against Brighton and continues to happen after after their goal, is the second they got themselves a goal, we fell apart. We didn't trust our defensive structure. I feel like Brendan's words in the press conference have the players trusting their ability. And it's such a mass panic in our own box. It has to stop. So tactics weren't just the problems they make. There is problems all through. And yeah, I apologise for the board state, mate. Unfortunately, I can't do it upstairs at the moment. Some things going on in my room, but I will get it more stable. (laughs) We won't won't delve into that. We won't. Uh, Facebook user submitting Brad for manager's job. Uh, Board says that we'll get back to you within 24 hours. Um, I'm available. um, yeah, Statman, good evening. Uh, hi, fellas. Hope you play like that on Thursday. But it would just be like Leicester, as I've just said to Jason, it would just be like Leicester for us to go and win that match. You know? Indeed, at the back. Indeed, at the back, we'll be all right. Yeah, uh, or Chowdhury at the back. Facebook user went for C, Adios went for C. I think C was the right answer, wasn't it? Correct. Um, if you put C, you all get a prize of knowing your football well enough to know that we were awful today doing that. Knowing and your that football needs to stop. better than than Brendan, yeah. I think it is. Yeah, and um, that's what they need to stop on the goddamn yeah. training ground. I'm sick of. I'm actually sick to death of what's in the training ground pitch. Right, this is this is what I mean, mm. and this is. I don't mean this tongue in cheek anymore. I could put it on mute, and I could hear Brendan in my own head. I could washing up, not even watching a video and playing our training ground pitch video that we do before pre-match thing, and I could hear it. pass, pass, graveyard, pass, pass. They can't mm. control the ball. They hammer it in each other. They can't control it on the training ground pitch. So why did we do it today? Why are we still doing it? I don't know. But uh, yeah. Hadia anyway. says there was just no aggression. Leicester lost almost every yeah. 50-50 battle. We did. Um, book lines back. Brendan did not learn that Luckman is not strong on the right side. Michael, you sent me some videos of the guy around on the pitch. I'm not going to show them or anything like that because I'm not going to give the guy any publicity. And yeah, Jake... Well. Yes, oh dear, Mr. Chris. You may, oh dear, Jake. You may, oh dear. But don't presume. You just sent me a gif on Twitter as well. You are feeling, you know, the the, the cockier people get, the further they've got to fall. That's all I will say. And let me be honest with you, and I wish West Ham all the best, because as I've said many times, if it's Leicester that can't be breaking the uh, glass ceiling, and I do hope it's another small club. And um, if West Ham do manage to do something this season, you'll still be following in Leicester's footsteps. So, well done, Jake. Um, he knows I best. I knows I'm best. Um, Richard Cox, yeah. Honestly, Dad comes in after the uh, son. Another 4-1 defeat. I, I, I can't. Is this the case that my dad's bigger than your dad? <laughs> Jake. Uh, it, must, it, must, it must be you know what it is Chris it must be against these irrelevant clubs that don't win anything for years and suddenly get hype when they beat us 4-1 I'm yeah. only can I just say it's very good coming from fans of a club that only just survived staying in the FA Cup against a team that wasn't even in the top four divisions so 
I have a soft spot for West Ham, so if anyone can go on and win it now, I actually do hope it's them, to be honest with you. I actually um, I have nothing against West Ham. I really fought for that when they beat us regularly. But I do yeah. hope um, I do hope the fact that if we can't do it, I'm happy for West Ham. You've, you're yeah. having a Leicester. You've had an easy group in the Europa League, as we did last season. You deserve to go further in that. I'm a bit worried about the size of your... Um, uh, following uh, size of uh, size of your squad. So, if in case you know you do get any injuries, you've got no strikers there. Um, Richard, yeah, you battered um, Kidderminster in injury time, but you were lucky to get to injury time. That's that's what I'm saying. Um, at least you survived. You did. You did. And sometimes your name's on the cup, and maybe it's West Ham's name this time. Uh, Nippon, yeah, um, quickly jump on, mate. Um, if you want to, if, if you've got a light as well, and if, if you're driving, then no. If, you, if you're if you in a base somewhere and you're not driving, you're not eating, I'm quite happy to have you on. If you're driving or eating a dark, um, then sorry, mate, uh, um, it's not going to be good enough. Very lucky. Yeah, but it's luck, isn't it? That The difference between winning something and losing. We were lucky that the Chelsea goal was ruled offside in the final. It's that's football for yeah. you. And I do wish West Ham all the best. Like I say, for me, um, I, I know I'd prefer it to be Leicester, but if it can't be Leicester, then do you know what I mean? Um, uh, and I just to back it, that up, this is always why I hate away ties against teams like this. It's why I hate them. Yes. Yeah. Because that crowd makes a hell of a difference because they were, they were silent as a library for the first 20 minutes that they scored. Yeah. Have that noting as well. Yeah. Um, as you know, Alan Bennett always does his uh, man of the match and his um, uh, team rating and manager rating as well. Uh, I'll bring you on a second, Nippon. You've got a one rating there for the manager, Brad. Two for the team, James Justin. He said it was. He said it was hard to pick a man of the match, and it would probably be the. Um, uh, uh, crowd, if anything, but he did go for James Justin, which, to be honest with you, I don't think he's far off there, do you? I'd give James Justin a five on his own. He flew mm. down that right wing. On the t on on the very, 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 very rare occasion, in that 10% that we actually tapped down the right because we're so oblivious and inadequate at balancing our attacks and keeping off positions, guessing, it's almost like they know what we're going to do. But when we yeah. did go down that right side, he flew past them. He was mm. getting to the byline. He was crossing balls. It was, you know, it was it was a right wing back performance. It looked like he hadn't missed a beat in eleven months of being out of football. Um, hands down, man of the match. I know he only actually mm. scored, but hands down, man of the match is easy. Justin, from a lesser perspective, and I'm actually offended, Alan. You've given them one and two more ratings than they deserve today. Because that was shambolic. <laughs> it, it was. Nick says here, Hello, Nick, Nick, how are you? Obviously a Forest fan. A Martin Man of the Match was assist for the Johnson goal. Mate, yeah, I'm not going to argue with that. <laughs> that was a blind pass at the worst possible time. I'm not even fussed at them. I can't even be angry at them. It's just ridiculous. No, no. Well, one team that is still in it, because the big boys are dropping out left, right and centre with Man United, uh, Leicester. Um, Chelsea is still in it. Um, you've seen the highlights, Nippon. 
as, as, as a neutral, you wouldn't know which was the Premier uh, the Premier League team, would you? Look, you they, you, you you guys were shocking. I'm not going to yeah. lie. And if I'm honest, if anyone looked like the Premier League side, it was Nottingham Forest. I don't think we could argue with that, could we, Brad? <laughs> no, we definitely can't, mate. And it's sad to say that we cannot argue with the fact that Nottingham Forest outplayed us. But, you know, again, and I know there's probably still Forest fans in there, but I do want to reiterate that in Facebook groups and Twitter groups and on everything, it's funny how Forest fans are always saying that they don't care about us, but I'm glad you've won the fourth round. We don't care about Leicester Cup, but conveniently because we've been in the care. <laughs> I hope they're enjoying it. No, I mean, I had, an, I had a Forest fan on, on the preview show, and he was sort of saying, you know, it's probably more in Leicester's minds than it, it, it is, but he doesn't, um, you know, when we play each other, it does surface a little bit, you know. Yeah. But um, they're not in our division, and like I said, they've been irrelevant to football in terms of anything since the eighties. So, Nick, I mean, Nick Denham, Densham, you've just said about Amarty there. Do you count Leicester as like a local rival, or is it all Derby, no Leicester? Nippon, I mean, do, do I mean a lot of Leicester fans are calling for Brendan to go? I mean, can you see that happening, or would would you do think he deserves to go? But the question is, can you get anyone better? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I think it's not just getting anyone better. I think it's also a case of you've got to keep the positive mentality. We've got to get the right flux of manager uh, with the right mentality. Jose Mourinho, and, and just hear me out here. Yeah? I'm just putting out the hypothetical. Jose yeah. Mourinho is, is levels above. Brendan Rodgers in terms of coaching ability, but does the way he goes about handling things, will it work for the current crop of Leicester players? No. I don't think so. So, you know, we have to we have to be careful with what we do and what things wish for mm. because we asked for a certain manager to get sacked years ago and then we got Powell. So, you know... Um, you, you have always got to be careful what you wish for. And I will always say, because I lived in, I actually worked for Blackburn Rovers for a time. And I can remember when I was there um, that they were calling, the, the chicken farmers had just bought Blackburn Rovers off Jack Walker. And they, they weren't happy with Sam Allardyce. And they wanted him out and they wanted him out. And the, uh, the owner said, okay, then we'll sack him. And they got Steve Keane and ended up in the third tier. So you'd always have to be careful what you wish for. Blackburn Rovers ended up in League One. I think they I think they certainly went. Yes, they did. They did. Yeah. And they've only wow. just come back now to challenge him to come up. So and you have got to be careful. Also, let's also remember as well, speaking of them on here, and I made this point on, on a different note for a different reason, but I made this point about West Ham when they sat Allardyce. And I spoke to my West Ham mates and called them idiots for saying they'd rather... It was it was more through the style of football. But they sat they yeah. sat Allardyce who got them into Europe through the back door. I can't remember if it was either in the last place or the fair play rule or whatever it was. It was a fair them, play award, I think they yeah, got in. They yeah. got them into yeah. it and lo and behold, the next season they just plummeted back down to relegation favourites. So yeah. Yeah. you know. I mean the Venkies, I, uh, sorry, carry on Nippon. Don't the Venkies own Blackburn Rovers? They do, yes. They are the chicken farmers. Why are they called the chicken farmers? Because that's what their business is. <laughs> that's that <laughs> not the one I hate. 
They, oh. uh, they they have big. It's a big chicken company uh, of some description, but that's why. But I mean, you know, you've got Tuchel Nip, and you see, I I still don't think that Leicester are the sort of club that if we sacked Rogers, if Tuchel was unavailable, if Mourinho was available, that they would come to a Leicester. And I accept that, you know, managers do have a sell-by date. You know, I, I honestly think that, um, for example, Mourinho, he will he will do well at a club, but whether he'll actually win anything with the club or not, I don't know, because his style, I think, has come and gone. But, you know, you could you see a manager of, like, Tuchel's, Mourinho's sort of standard club coming to Leicester? Ronald Koeman's available. But he did nothing at Southampton, did he? But he did, did uh, with Barcelona, and they've yeah. been for years. He yeah, but as Brad said there, he didn't do anything at Everton, and it is that sort of Premier League, you know, thing that you have to look at. It's like, you know, it's like um, Watford taking on Claudio Ranieri. Yes, he won the Premier League with us. Of course he did. But he didn't keep Watford, uh, didn't keep Fulham up in a relegation battle. So why is he suddenly going to be able to keep Watford up? In a relegation battle, you know, it, it's um, it's got to be the I right mean, manager and the right fit. I do. I actually have a name for anyone that's still listening as a Leicester fan, and, and Nip and you can make her in this. We're talking about managers having a sell-by date, and and, and we infamously remember Martin O'Neill left us when he thought he'd taken us as far as he'd come. Yeah. And maybe the suggestions that Brendan's done that now, and maybe at the end of the season we go, look, Brendan, you've done us, you've done us proud, you've done us well, but we feel you take whatever. Try I feel as a Try and try and buy out the Villarreal manager's contract. Well, hear me out on this one. We say a manager wants to progress in his career, right? And we say, you know, we talked in, in briefly about Potter, who needs to build his reputation, keep doing great things with Brighton like he's doing. But for a manager who's maybe taken a certain club as far as he can, Ralph Hasenhutl? Would he not come into Leicester? As a, would he not see Leicester as a progression in in his own mind? I'm not saying we are bigger than Southampton. What I'm saying is, is maybe he will look at us and go, right, I've kept Southampton up. I've kept us going. I've managed to get the best out of this squad. I've done as much as I can. Where's my next challenge? Leicester keep Rodgers to the end of the season, finish eighth, move on. There's his next challenge, but do Leicester would Leicester fancy Ralph as maybe someone who has the right persona to continue that? I, it's just something I've just thought about. Maybe that's. I think you've got to look sometimes, and you know, somebody said Lampard might have been a good fit for us, and sometimes you have to take a chance on an up and coming. You know, when we took Martin O'Neill on, what had he done? <laughs> Nothing in the managerial states other than lower leagues. But look what yeah. he managed to do, you know. Um, uh, Brookline says here, Vincent Breaking Company. News. Breaking news. Bournemouth are yeah. out. No. Yes. Bournemouth are out. Yeah. They're beating oh Chelsea. My. We're not the shitty team, <laughs> We're not the shitty team, we we lost. I'm going to say we lost to a team that is, I think, seventh or eighth in the um, uh, Premier in the Championship. We did not lose <laughs> to a club that was the lowest in the. Well done, Boreham Wood. I'm going yeah, to say well done. Thank you, thank you for that, Nip, and it was worth you coming on and just for that. Uh, Brockline says, Vince. You see, I've got to be totally honest with you. 
my argument against Vincent Company would have been what's his experience in the Premier League. But then you could say that about he's on um, it. He's he, yeah, on as it. a manager, as a manager, yeah, I mean, manager-wise, you know. none. But I, I would probably feel more comfortable with someone like Vincent Company because I believe he's been that natural leader. He sounds. He sounds like the sort of player that when no matter who was in charge of Man City, he was kind of like the young protege that maybe they had interest yeah. in. But he obviously clearly had desires to become manager. So he's but obviously... I'll say, he, I'll he, say two he, words look, that will shoot remember, my argument down totally. Patrick Vieira. You remember, know, I mean, I thought he would do absolutely rubbish at Crystal Palace and hats off to the guy. Nick says here, Chris Hewton's available. There, would have, there was a time. There was a time. Um, yeah. Not anymore. No, I think he's probably again. You know, some I think managers. It's like football players. I think they have their moment in the spotlight, but football moves on, and sometimes managers don't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say he would be my first choice. Would I be upset if it was him? No, probably, probably not. Um, Melina says, Chris, don't worry, Leicester won the last FA Cup. We've won it. You're quite right, Melina. Uh, we have won it totally. And um, I won't let you forget that. We've won it more recently than Arsenal by a year, I grant you. Oh Nick, the Nottingham Forest fan says, most of us care just as much as Derby. Fair, fair enough, mate. Fair enough. Um, Nick, mainly because you've been a superior than us for years and we haven't had a chance to play you regularly. Um, you see, I was talking to the um, – just while I'm asking you guys in the chat this question, guys, I just want you to put one word in the chat now. Uh, Rogers, sacked or keep? If you think we should sack him, or afternoon, or stay or go. If you think he should go now, type go in. I haven't got time to put the poll up, but if you want him to stay, if you think he'll stay, put stay in. Um, and we'll have a thing. But just coming back, first of all, I'll say to you, Nippon, as the as the neutral here, when Nottingham Forest came up, they came up, and I think they won it the same year. Did they win it the same season as they came up, or the season afterwards? Uh, but but Nottingham Forest won the Premier League. Was that bigger than Leicester winning it? Probably Nottingham Forest winning the Premier League. Yeah. Was it this... wasn't the Premier League, was it? It was right. It was the first division then. Yeah, it was the first division then. In fairness, yeah. Right. I'll 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 say it. Um, probably not because Nottingham Forest were winning stuff back in the eighties. Like they were winning Champions Leagues. Um, they were winning stuff. So no, I wouldn't say it was a. It was bigger because um, because they were because it's like when. Like they're they're winning because like you know they're meant to win it because they were mm. the winning stuff. I think as well, Brad. I mean, you know, there wasn't a huge difference between the big clubs and the smaller clubs then, cash wise. So what was that, mate? Sorry, there's, no, there's no difference. I think there wasn't as big a gulf in class between the top two or three teams, money wise, as there was when we came up. So I think that's why ours is is probably the bigger achievement. I, I mean, you can look at it as many ways as you like. He doesn't take away from the fact that they came up to the division and, 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 and won it. Whether they were better suited, better quality players, and it was more viable, you can argue it. You don't even need to look at, you know, I wasn't born then, so I couldn't I couldn't comment on it about watching oh, Thank you, Brad. Stick the I knife know. in. Well, I'm having a bad day. But, oh, 
Two words, Brad. Et tu brute. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, but no, but uh, you know, you could look at it, you know, it doesn't take anything away. I mean, we, we wouldn't like to be sat here in 20, 20 years' time, people looking at our saying, oh, well, XYZ team, were they better than what Leicester achieved? Uh, yeah. You know, we wouldn't like to hear people with them. But I think, I think you have to look, if you look at it on pure paper, then you probably, it's easy to say, well, yeah, they were good in the 80s, so they probably were expecting to win a title. It was just mm. probably the only the only thing that was special about it was it was the, the literally the season they got back. Yeah. But realistically, do, winning the league when you're not expected to is always going to be a massive, massive yeah. achievement. So, Can I just say, um, Nippon, you must have the biggest house I've ever seen. I don't know. I can walk around my flat with sort of like one second, and you've been walking around for like ten minutes. <laughs> you know. Oh, one's just going to the west wing now. Is one nipping, and then when you put up with the west wing, I'll go and sit in the east wing for a change of view. You know. <laughs> but Melina says, "Are you nervous for the Premier League game against Liverpool?" No, because I think before this game, we would have struggled. I'm very After confident that we might get battered. So, yeah, I'm not, yes. I'm not nervous. <laughs> Nippon, I'm going to let you go now. Thanks very much for coming on. Give a shout out to your channel. How can people find you? Um, you can find me on Instagram at Nippon with four I's and three U's. My other Instagram, Nippon Reviews Cuisines. And you can find me on Twitter at the Nippon Sharma. And you can find me on YouTube at NS Sports TV. And the British lifestyle vlogger. A choice then. <laughs> I've got a choice. Nippon, well done. You're through to the next round. Good luck, mate. And uh, we will speak soon, no doubt. Speak to you soon. See Take you care. Soon. See you later, Brad. Yeah, see you later, mate. Cheers. We'll have to have well, Nippon. Oh, he's gone. And so we'll have to have him on for a quiz. Um, Facebook user here says sack. Brookline says sack the end of the season. Facebook, another Facebook user says go. Even Molina says sack him at the end of the season. Thing is, if we're going to say now you're going at the end of the season, that will just write the season off. Look what happened to Man City when they did that to Pellegrini. It virtually yeah. handed us the title, you know. But um, but we're, we're to finally end on this. Where, where where do we go from this, Brad? What can we salvage from this season? Europa League conference. There's no reason we can't salvage that, but yeah, I think um, what 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 will come our way over the next few weeks is you know once that the, there has to be a point in the second half of the season if Rogers is to see um, see the season through and probably in his own career wanting to extend it past that and save it is. It's got to be a dramatic turnaround, and it, it and sorry, but it's got to start Tuesday. It has to start Tuesday. There, there, there's no more excuses on the line. There's no more nope. reasoning. Sod's law, sod's law, mate. You've got a difficult fixture. If you'd have beaten Tottenham, if we'd have held on against Tottenham, if we'd have held out against Brighton, and we'd have floored Forest Day, we'd be we'd be talking about how Liverpool's a free swing and we fancy our chances. But sorry, yeah. you've got to get it right today because if you don't. And the season's going to end even worse than probably even you're expecting, mate. And you're the one yeah. that's probably been the 
the one thinking that this was the burnout season, as I like to call it. Um, you know, where, yeah. where Leicester maybe finished seventh, eighth, ninth. So we'll finish lower than that if we don't. Yes, yeah. I just realised I haven't eaten today and my favourite restaurant is shut. So <laughs> my day gets oh. even worse. I want to let oh, you dear. go, mate, because, uh, like I say, I just realised yeah, I, I haven't eaten at all today because my daughter came around earlier. So thanks very much. Onwards and upwards. It's only Liverpool in a couple of days. Come on, you foxes. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll hope for a better Tuesday, mate, although I'm not looking forward to it. Yeah, we will. We'll have a better Tuesday because we're not playing, but we'll hope for a better. We'll hope for a better Thursday and see you post match then. And fingers crossed that we uh, we're feeling a little bit happier. Yeah, hope hopefully. Because the last time I said I wasn't confident about Liverpool, we played Indeedy at centre back. Rogers Indeedy at centre back. That's where we played them, and we we uh, beat them one 0 So who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> Thanks very much, mate. All the best. I'll see you. Um, see you next Thursday. Yep. Take care, mate. <laughs> Cheers, buddy. Bye bye. Oh, just say. Um, I'm just say if you if you fancy um, spending a bit, having to say a bit of retail therapy. Why? A full range of Leicester Till I Die um, merchandise is available on our website, www.the3wslestertillidie.com slash shop. And if you've got nothing better to do, would you please do this? Watch us on YouTube. Listen on your favourite podcast platform. Or ask your smart speaker to play the podcast Lester Till I Die. Subscribe, like, follow and join in now. Indeed, please give us a subscribe. If you're new to the channel, um, smash the likes, but give us a subscribe. Uh, don't click the notification if you don't want to be bothered with all the notifications coming up. I know it is annoying, but just click the subscribe and leave the notification button, and it really does help the channel. I'm going to end and say, well done, Nottingham Forest. You absolutely deserved it today. Um, you outplayed us. You you made us look like the, the second-tier team. Uh, good luck against Huddersfield. I could say, and uh, it was Forest, and I know it hurts to say it, but we've got to be honest, that's football for you. You know, when we were the underdogs, how people used to like it when, when we won, and I've got to say, well done, Forest, because they did absolutely deserve it. Good luck in the next round, guys. I will see you tomorrow at uh, 7 o'clock when we've got the FA Cup review with ex-ITV sports presenter Elton Wellsby. Uh, and I think Dan might be on that as well. He's on everything, so he probably will be. Uh, 7 o'clock tomorrow. Thanks for watching. And if you're on the podcast on Catch Up, thanks for listening. Our Spotify, Apple, iTunes, Podcast Addict, Amazon, Google, all the main podcast platforms. I'm off now to get drunk, try and get something to eat, be absolutely miserable for the rest of the night. And get Well, getting something to eat is the main thing. I'll see you tomorrow at 7. Thanks to everybody that joined in the chat. Take care and stay safe. Leicester Till I Die podcasts on the Apple iTunes, Spotify, Google, Anchor and all podcast platforms.
The Leicester Till I Die shop is now open. For all your Leicester Till I Die merchandise, visit the Leicester Till I Die shop at our website. Thanks for watching Leicester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Ultimate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? A participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.